You are listening to Grand Fresh, a podcast made just for you. Remember to always stay fresh and current, or else. <laughs> Cret Fresh is the best, better than the rest, here on your behest, nailed right into your chest, feathers in my vest, it's time to take flight, to fight the good fight, and give your mom a fright, yes, it's Cret Fresh time, and my name is Ian, and I am the main talkster. Yes, my the time, is... the time is for Alex to introduce himself. <laughs> oh. Yo, what's up, it's me, Alex, Foncho Huddy, and I just don't understand why you had to bring my family into this. Well, you know, your your family is very nice. I, I I mean, your mom deserves a little excitement. Yeah, she just she just gave me a thumbs up from the bleachers. Oh, that's awesome. You're recording <laughs> in the peanut gallery. Oh, what what's that up up in the the bleachers? It's 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 uh it's um it's uh it's me. <laughs> I'm clapping. I'm, congratulations. This is me, Hanko. Yep, I I'm just I'm up there. I'm I'm with the people. Uh I'm watching people. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on, you know, they're doing sports, they're jumping up and down really fast. And so you're I like, a, are you in the box seats? No, I'm, I'm on like, the, I'm on the, uh, nosebleeds where it's like, uh, you're on like a, like a, you're like one of those goats on a cliff where you like can't move or else you could like tumble down to your death. But you just, you, you're up there mm-hmm. of your own choosing anyways. And I think I see, I think I see someone who's, who's that in the field. Hey, come get your cred fresh here, two for a dollar. It's it's the Fred. We're selling we're selling ourselves to the public. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what we're doing in this field. A, me and Fred. <laughs> are you selling premium. like are you selling like bootleg recordings of the podcast on CD? Yeah, you know when we boost and sit in uh, ratings and popularity, thank me. Yeah, when we finally glow up, I'm gonna thank Fred. <laughs> but but in the meantime, you gotta sell sell those uh. Those peanuts. Those bootleg peanuts. To the players on the field while they play. <laughs> bootleg peanuts? They're off-brand? Have you guys actually sat in the nosebleeds at, like, uh, the Fleet Center? Oh, God damn it! I'm dating myself. What What is the Fleet Center <laughs> the called fl- now? The, the Boston Garden? Fleet Center, Garden. sir. What the sir. hell? Yeah. Boston Garden. Sir, God damn okay. it. <laughs> if, you, if you go to the Garden and you sit in the nosebleeds, it actually feels like you're going to fall into the court. The Fleet Center... Wait, that's not. I think you're thinking of like. Are you really thinking of the garden? Yeah, I'm thinking of like 1998. I remember when I, I don't was even like, know if that was ever called the Fleet Center. It was just called the Boston Garden for the longest time. No, it, I think it was the Boston Garden, and then it was the Fleet Center, and then it was the Boston Garden again. <laughs> then it was the TD Garden. Oh yeah, it was the TD Garden after. Yeah, Fleet. yeah. I think I think Fleet got bought by TD. I think that's why it had the name change. <laughs> I remember going yeah, to the TD have... Garden when I was in like seventh or eighth grade, and I was I was a wee wee little brat, and I remember sitting up on the nosebleeds, and I w- it was a wrestling event, and I remember just thinking to myself, I'm like, "There's cameras here. If I just did like three flips and just suplex the guy below me, like just jump off this cliff of like chairs, like that'd be legendary. You'd be a, you'd be a bloody legend. You'd be a bloke. You'd be all <laughs> over the mirror, UK." They'd be like, oh, no, some middle schooler just jumped from the bleachers. Oh, and he's taking this other guy out. Now he's fighting security now. <laughs> like, you never handle him. 
And you'd still be in juvie, but you'd be a legend. Yeah. What's going on in the mirror? Oh, well, what isn't going on in the mirror? Um, well, you know, it is the new year. And um, if there's one vegetable that you think you could use to predict what would happen in this new year, what do you think it is? Asparagus. Cranberry. A, a piece of corn. I, I, Ian, Ian has some intuition here. Did you read this story? No, did I get it right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Holy right, shit. So. What the fuck? <laughs> I just had asparagus on the brain. I just bought steaks. I've been thinking about asparagus all day. Yeah, so uh, Jemima Packington sees the future by throwing asparagus and makes predictions for 2021. Mm. So I think Ian's really good at making predictions here. Do you know Jemima? Uh, no, but I predict I will. In 2021. <laughs> I think you'll have a bright future together. <laughs> um, Jemima Packington from Evesham uses asparagus mm-hmm. tips rather than crystal balls to make her predictions, earning her the nickname Mystic Veg. And oh, uh, I don't know. Uh, I thought I thought I thought the Mystic Veg was Salvia. Oh, she, that is definitely the Mystic, Mystic Veg. veg There's probably you- a whole long list of like in some sort of pharmacopoeia of just magical veg. <laughs> so I don't want to spoil the ending here, but you know, I mean, she has predictions for 2021. So do you want to hear how the future is going to go? Sure. Yes. All right. Tell so, um, Jemima Packington, imagine you're in the room with Jemima. She throws the vegetables into the air and she's reading the patterns that they form. Um, and this is what she says. The pandemic will begin to pass by June. And the world's population will become kinder as a result. Mm. Oh. Jemima mm. predicts foreign travel will become, quote, an occasional option. Mm-hmm. Isn't that mm. what it already was? Yeah, pretty salient, right? <laughs> um, yeah. She says... Extreme weather will continue with tropical storms becoming more and more frequent. You know, pretty safe bet as well, honestly. Well, you know, people are becoming kinder, so I, I you know, whatever. I mean, everything else kind of just it goes away, right? And here's uh, so rule of three is she had to have a third prediction. Okay. Um, Gus will become a popular baby name in 2021. Mm. Gus? I, th- I think so. I think Gus is ready for a comeback. Gus is coming back. Here's the thing, though. Jemima is reading her own asparagus, but we need to read Jemima like she is asparagus. And this is what I'm reading from the entrails here. Um, there's going to be <laughs> oh, no. a tropical storm named Hurricane Gus that causes people t- to travel occasionally. You you have Jemima's entrails <laughs> in front of you right now? No, is, it's, uh, it's, it's the vegetables. <laughs> Is getting whipped up by a hurricane like occasional travel? Like if a hurricane <laughs> picks you up off the ground and tosses you? Can can you see this right now? She is clairvoyant. I can tell. Look at that. She's making those asparagus just hover. Like she's she also she's magic. Like, it's just it's like vegan Kathy Bates. She's wearing a Doctor Who jacket. I um, cannot she's going, believe she's going you just said that, it. Alex. You just said she has a Doctor Who. Okay. I, I looked up Mystic Veg on a weed website, and Mystic Doctor Who was the first thing that popped up. 
all right so i think um the british mi7 are listening into this podcast and they're trying to steer the vents in a more anglo direction and i'm not here for it no it's the vegetables the vegetables are trying to steer the world in a direction where there's more tropical storms to blow around more vegetables (laughs) Mm. tropical storms are great for vegetables they're sentient. Um, they like being blown in the wind and getting thrown. And tell who you doesn't like getting blown? <laughs> and thrown around. Alright, so, she has some specific predictions for the royal family, but, uh, I, I don't, we don't give a shit about that. Um, oh, okay, so it's organized by categories here. Celebrities, so what kind of, what's gonna happen to the celebrities? Uh, she Margaret Thatcher will rise from the grave. Yeah, any predictions? So, yeah, Margaret Thatcher rising from the grave. What do we got? Um, um, Chadwick Boseman's gonna come back for Black Panther 2. <laughs> oh. oh! Gene, oh. Gene Wilder's gonna come back for Charlie and the Chocolate Factory 2. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's bad news for celebs and influencers, with the psychic predicting that the general public will switch their attention towards, quote-unquote, the real heroes. Well, Who are the real that's heroes? That's good for us because you know she's referring to podcasters, of course. Oh, that's for um, sure. That's for sure. Yeah, we support uh, the economy. I, I have a prediction. I think there will be there will, something mystical. There is something. There will be more coins in twenty twenty one. Ooh, that's yes, a good one. That is my prediction. More coins? Why? Because nobody's spending their coins this year. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't know what the meaning is behind it. It's more <laughs> just like a vision that comes to me. It might not even be like coins in the traditional sense like it could be chocolate coins like who knows it, could, it just okay, has a very so important I don't, part <gasps> i don't want um oh oh okay, yeah. <laughs> see that's the message that's the message we're gonna have the opposite of the pizza incident like you're gonna have a pizza's worth of bitcoins and then it's gonna become um like one slice of pizza's worth of bitcoins <laughs> oh the great what, flipping where the pizza becomes worth one more. eighth I would um, like to report anyway. that Dogecoin hit point uh, one, or I think it was point oh one dollars today. So one oh cent. my god! Oh my god! That's so actually I... like really impressive. I'm actually blown away by that. Wait, so it, it's it's gotten to a cent? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think that's, that's nuts. That's li- like as somebody who followed this in 2017, this whole <laughs> charades is incredibly just like daunting. Uh, anyone else got a new friend? Uh, so I have I have a new a new memorial. Uh, we gotta we gotta pour one out. This is uh, this time it's for Florida man. Um, oh no! This so, is finally um, the the one that did him in the final caper. Yep, uh, he died after he was uh, run over by a car uh, early on Monday. It happened at 4:30 uh, a.m. and the police say that he had been fighting with his girlfriend and he threatened to lie down in the road, and then he did and was struck by a car. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, say I just, what you will. Florida man's dedicated. He says he's going to do something, and he does it. So you he's know. a man of his word. His conviction is at an all time high. This like this is for Florida man right here. Yeah, if only he could do do good <laughs> instead of lying down in the road. Yeah, but just poor Florida man. I just <laughs> we got to put up a memorial. Like if only he used his powers for good. He the world was not ready for him. Yeah, but Florida man what will be born is, again. What do you think is the Florida man anthem? What is his number one on his Spotify wrapped? Uh, California um, Girls. Nickelback. Yeah, no, it's definitely California Girls. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I I consider myself a Californian. 
Or, yeah. or a party in the USA is what I meant to say, but California girl. <laughs> no, I, I feel like no. It's gotta be. It's gotta be a like maybe it'll Cali- be, uh, Florida. Instead of the nuclear option, why don't we go with the Reddit option and we say um, Nickelback, Epic Bacon, or, <laughs> anything uh, written by Nickelback. Yeah, or Dave um, Matthews in the Bacon Band. Oh yeah, Bro- Dave. Yeah, Dave Matthews. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say Broken Road by Rascal Flatts. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Mr. Brightside. This <laughs> is downfire. I don't know, he's Mr. Darkside <laughs> after getting run over, man. Yeah. Are there yeah, any songs guy. about people getting run over? Oh, Grandma, Grandma? Grandma got run over by a reindeer. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the song about <laughs> being run over. Are there any songs about young people being run over by a reindeer? Uh, can I do a can I do a live Google search and we can um, look for songs songs about wait, getting what was, run over? What was that uh that tribute song to um the Fast and Furious guy? Oh yeah. Uh, that was, was basically a song about him getting like killed in the car accident, so like that kind of we love you, Paul. Rest in peace. Yeah, rip, there's rip. a. I'm on Wikipedia right now. There's a list of car crash songs on Wikipedia. <laughs> um, I'd like to go. read you some of the titles and the. I'll only go through a few of them. They're actually in alphabetical order, so we might only get through like A and B. Um, so uh, one of them is uh, it's a song from the artist Harry Chapin, and the title of the song is Thirty Thousand Pounds of Bananas" from the album Verities and Balderdash. Uh, why are why are we not hip to this man? Say his name uh, again. His name is let me see Harry Chapman. Harry Chap, not Chapman. Okay, so not there's actually a story here. I clicked on the link to. I mean, we're just gonna go go down the rabbit hole. I clicked on a <laughs> link and it talks about the incident. So the song is about an incident. So I, it, it's up here. So I'll read it for you. On March 18. 1965, a 33-year-old truck driver, Eugene P. Seski, was on his way to deliver a load of bananas to Scranton, Pennsylvania. Seski, an employee of Fred Carpentier, operator of a small truck line in Scranton, was returning from the boat piers at Newark, New Jersey, where he had picked up his load. The load was destined for the A&P Produce Warehouse in Southside. Seski was driving a 1950s Brockway diesel truck tractor with a 35-foot semi-trailer and was headed down Route 307 when he lost control. That section of Route 307 contains a two-mile descent extending from Lake Scranton to the bottom of Moosick Street that includes a drop in elevation of more than 500 feet in less than <laughs> 1.5 miles. Seski was unable to control the truck's speed down the hill due to a mechanical failure uh, variously attributed to the truck's brake system or its clutch. So, like, not attributed to those things at all. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was, like, one of these two things. Like, no one gives a shit. Uh, as a result, the truck cruised into Scranton at approximately 90 miles per hour, sideswiping a number of cars before crashing into a house at the southwest corner of Moosick and South Irving Ave. Uh, close Muzak? to the bottom of the hill. Yeah, Moosick. At the con- corner of Muzak and, uh, and K-pop. And- oh, my, was my son, Zaykak and K-popery. I'm really stuck on the load part. He, he, this guy really blew his load all over the road. Yeah. Well, anyway. Why don't we do it in the road? So he crashed into that house close to the bottom of the hill. Uh, witnesses reported that Seski did everything possible to avoid pedestrians and other motorists, including, including climbing out onto the truck's running board to warn people. 
Wow. Some have suggested that he may have deliberately flipped the truck over to avoid striking bystanders at an automotive station on Musick Street that could have exploded, causing a greater loss of life. Says he was thrown from the truck and killed, and bananas were spilled and strewn when the rig came to a rest. Oh, it was a banana load? Yeah. Were you, do you not listen when we read these things? <laughs> I don't know. I thought I, I, I must have missed the part about bananas. The Why name of the song it? is That's the only part I got. That's, That's the only, the only part. I definitely part missed the, the name of the song. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, because it's not, if it was an article, it would be called like, oh, this, uh, meet the man who went bananas. <laughs> oh, he's dead, by the way. Yeah. So 15 were injured, but only Seski died. The road was closed for cleanup and the Johnson Towing Company helped with the recovery uh yeah trucks are no longer allowed on that route so yeah can we get a moment the of song- silence for mr banana yeah there's I'm a pouring lot of, out right now it's yeah. a lot of death in this part this half of the podcast <laughs> yeah a po- sorry mr banana yeah too, but not jemima jemima is w- very well alive yeah, yeah we got life and death so nice. light yeah. and dark uh, the song portrays a fictional account of the incident played in the form of a country song. With each verse, the song gets faster to explain the uh, the truck rolling faster down the hill. Uh, during the chorus, Chapin sings the phrase, 30,000 pounds, followed by Big John Wallace singing the bass line of, Of Bananas. <laughs> oh. <laughs> during concerts, it. the audience was encouraged to shout this refrain. Of Bananas! Oh, yes. I, I, I kind of want to hear this song. Maybe we can remix it and uh, throw it. I don't know. I don't know what the. the oh, I know what we're doing for it. Put it uh, in the interlude, yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll find out who owns this. If it's owned by, like, like a terrible company, you know, I don't want to be thrashed and trashed. Yeah. It's actually owned by Subway. <laughs> Sorry. We'll have to break out the Krent lawyers. That is really funny. Um, I just re- I'll just go through and see if anything else jumps out at me on this list of car crash songs. Um, it's Dangerous Business Walking Out Your Front Door by Under Oath in 2004. I've actually... I used to be really into that band when I was in my uh, post-hardcore emo phase in high school, and I can tell you, um, dog shit. Absolute dog shit. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else is on here. Willie Nelson has a song called On the Road to Cavalry for Jeff Buckley. I think I think there's also speaking of the incident. I think there's a song called "The Incident" by Porcupine Tree that is also a car crash song. I don't know if it's going to be in there. Mm. Uh, Simple Plan has a song called "Untitled." How could this happen to me? Oh, he's made his mistakes. <laughs> How could yeah. this happen to me? It's I about cra- it's about crashing into something if you're drunk. Oh, don't drink and, and drive, uh, folks. What yeah. about um, my own worst enemy? You know, my car is in the front yard. <laughs> oh yeah, that's, yeah, a, that's, that's a, car a car crash, crash story. Technically, well, um, <laughs> unless the car was parked naturally, like, and he did like a dig safe to find out if there was a gas line underneath it. <laughs> oh, like he parked his car normally, and then just like something, some sort of force flipped it up into his yard. He was well, he was actually mind sweeping in the party host's front yard. <laughs> well, like the second he hits the fence, it's considered a crash. Oh, Dave Matthews has a song called So Damn Lucky. That's pretty neat. I'm so damn lucky I crashed my car. I have great insurance. (laughs) I'm so damn lucky my car clipped into my mailbox and now it's three miles away. Um, So here's a really weird one. There's a song called Mm, 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 
and it's by the Crash Test Dummies. And apparently in the song, uh, a kid's hair is turned from black to white because his car was smashed so hard. Wow. Was that four mms that I heard? Yeah, four mms. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Wow. Because right, normally you only do three. That's enough of car crash songs. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> no more car crashes. Yeah, my new resolution for 2021, no car crashes. No car Let's crashes see how far ever. we can go, folks. I Fred, want you, twice you the guess. amount of car crash songs for every car crash. <laughs> yeah, maybe if we write like the, the ultimate car crash song, there won't be any more crashes. All right, oh, hey guys, I have a solution. This. I have a solution to this. Why don't we all just fly? We have yeah. multiple witnesses spot UFO over the Hawaiian island of Oahu. So like, yeah, what are we gonna go into the UFOs, Fred? Come on, yeah, man, be practical. Well, how about I this? Mean, how about if, I get? How about I get my? I get my segue plane and I segue into your segue. How about that? <laughs> Thanks for getting into my plane. Now I'm going to talk about how you should uh, go talk to the aliens and and appeal to their humanity as as not humans. And doubtful. Wait, how is going to work for you, dog? <laughs> like, how weird it would it be if we just talked to the aliens, but the aliens were just like more advanced humans, and all life just naturally organizes itself into humans, kind of like crabs. So it's mm. their responsibility to help us become advanced humans. Give yeah, that, me laser beams. You're right. It's pretty statistically likely that they're going to just going to be crabs. <laughs> yeah. Crab I don't boards. know, man. I just want flying cars. So, so, uh, so Fred, a UFO was spotted somewhere in uh, Oahu, which is in Hawaii. Are there any? Was it different than other UFOs, or is it like? Well, uh, no, is this a it's pretty much saucer? exactly the same thing. Where it's like, oh, it's a bright blue, glowing, oblong, identified flying object. I like and how UFOs have hovering. become oblong. Like now, every every sighting of a UFO is like it was long before it used to be. <laughs> Discs, it was round, out of style. It's time for phallus. Phalluses <laughs> <laughs> are in. Yeah, I mean, the, remember people stole that giant phallus off the top of the mountain, so. Yeah. Oh, and they kept planting them in 87 more places. Oh, <laughs> speaking of phalluses, I got a new coffee grinder today. Uh, very nice. Oh, that's all I want to stick my phallus say. in that. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> oh, Alex is going to go stick his phallus in the toilet. <laughs> 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 he heard us say it and he just he, he couldn't resist yeah he, he had phallus on the mind so he, he had to go <laughs> when, when, apparently when this other time... person also had phalluses on the mind because they described the UFO as larger than a telephone pole hmm, hmm. yeah I would think that a UFO would be larger than a telephone pole to be honest <laughs> a telephone sounds... pole is pretty small no that's a, that's a good that's a good comparison because I know how big those are like you can walk up and look at one and really get a sense yeah. of scale they are pretty tall to be honest yeah but they're yeah. so round and thin imagine being like one of those like aliens that are like praying mantis or they're just like really really skinny and they're just fitting into telephone <laughs> poles they so the UFO they saw was just like a giant rod basically yeah. yeah, do you know what else is longer than a telephone pole? Uh, what? The Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> you know, in, in Dublin? Yeah. In, in Dublin? I thought it was in Egypt. <laughs> it's in the United Egypt's Americans. <laughs> now, this, ah. is, this is good content. 
Like, the <laughs> listeners love this kind of content. All right, guys. Guess what I made this morning? What did you make this morning? You you know what I made this morning. But I'll, I'll inform everybody else. I made bean cakes this morning. Oh, no. I didn't which, know that. Why did you imply that I knew that? Because you... you not like... Okay. <laughs> Jelly bean pancakes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did remember. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. Yeah. Wait, bean imagine cakes. baked bean pancakes, though. I feel like that'd be pretty yeah, good. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. I was yeah. like, oh, Fred made baked bean pancakes. <laughs> I would eat those if I made those. Those would actually be like, pretty good. Yeah, yeah, like, they already got the maple in them. Like, honestly, I want to make some baked bean pancakes right now. Why not just make baked beans and pancakes? Like, you don't have to combine them. They, it, uh, you can make you a can sandwich them out of them. You can eat them together. I mean, I don't care, but... But, but just imagine <laughs> how just, like, crazy it would be to, like, get a plate of beans and cake. And like, like It'd actual vanilla cake insane, or something man. with frosting. <laughs> <laughs> what? You mad? This is a public breakfast. Yo, I'd be like, like I mean, to be like God breakfast. beans in this cake. Just put me in the fucking asylum when you do that, dude. Dude, put me in the screen cap. <laughs> Credit me on Instagram when you do the bean cakes. Yeah, no, the bean cakes—they got a lot of work. They got so, a lot of work. So, Fred, where were you going with this? Uh, I just wanted to let everybody know that it it, it uh, pretty much tastes like uh, frosting with cake because like they they don't melt per se. A lot of the coloring goes into the pancake, so it almost looks like a like a, like fruity tooty. Like oh um no, it's like you got a birthday cake mix and it has like the red and blue like dots in it. Um, yeah. it has a name for it. I forget what it is. Birthday cake, like party mix, birthday cake. Yeah, whatever. And, what brand uh, of beans? Uh, Birdie use. Bots, of course. Birdie Bots, of course. There was oh, no. no. <laughs> it's my fish pancakes. I, I wish like I could have had Birdie Bot pan- pancakes. You could have had I've... soap. You could have had boogies. <laughs> Dirty dishwasher. <laughs> Relived my traumatic <laughs> memories. No, it was, that, it was that just one like is the, the ultimate um, worst one. Yeah, it, it was just like the vanilla flavors, like like cherry, probably like a blueberry, maybe maybe like a, a green apple or something. Just the the vanilla ones. I have a I have a secret pancake recipe. I don't know if I've revealed it on the podcast before. It's um you replace water or milk in the pancakes with just beer in the same quantity. <laughs> and it makes sourdough pancakes. Like if you use like a light wow. beer like Coors Light or Budweiser. Wait, sourdough. Yeah, it tastes like a sourdough pancake. It it oh, proves that bread like is just sour uh, pancakes. It proves well, you know, that like beer sa- is just sourdough bread. Yeah, beer is just bread soda. Sweet and sour pancakes. <laughs> you, you can put sweet and sour sauce on a pancake instead of maple syrup. <laughs> That'd be uh, great. I, I mean, like I, I could imagine eating that, but you I would just duck be sauce. Like every, I'd be that, cringing the whole time. All the I'll sauces you get from the Chinese restaurant would go great on pancakes. Oh my god, I would totally Ooh. put the hot mustard on a pancake. <laughs> <laughs> you could put a hot mustard on the uh, crab rangoon pancake. Oh yeah. Um, oh wait, my oh. god. Wait, Pan- don't tempt me. That sounds delicious. You you fill the you fill the sweet pancake with hot cheese and then you put the wasabi on it. I did have uh Chinese food last night, so I can do that after we end the podcast. I can get a pancake that I made this morning. This put like crab rangoon on top of it. And then no, no, no. Do I, that want, right I want it now. with duck sauce. I don't want to you put you can put a crab rangoon on a pancake. That's not hard. Well, like but eat it like a sandwich kind of thing, you know? Oh, yeah, that's make it like a little. It's like the butter, that creamy butter you put on top, and says crab rangoon. You take <laughs> all the shit up an egg roll and you put it in a waffle. 
Fred, how about this? How about we, how about we compromise and you uh, you roll the crab rangoon into the pancake and then you cover it with duck sauce? Oh no no yeah I'm okay with duck sauce uh, duck yeah. sauce uh, drizzle. Yeah, if you may. I think you Ooh. could totally make a crab rangoon pancake. I think that was a that's a real thing you could do. Oh okay. Do you mean like instead of like the breading that that or whatever that that the structure is made out of, they use the pancake as that, and they just fill the pancake with the crab rangoon mix, and they fold it into that shape. Yeah, and they could probably fry it once it's been cooked. Yeah. Okay, I see where you're going with this now. I thought you meant like literally what I was saying. We just put a crab rangoon on top of the pancake. But I'm actually getting getting kind of hungry for that. <laughs> I need to buy pancakes now. Seeing as how we uh, we can't delicious do, pancakes, uh, ah. we can't have any uh, you know nourishment or sustenance this time around. Uh, yeah. I just want to I want to demo what I got for Christmas. From, oh. Uh, oh, it's got mango. That's like wheat Colorado. Sauce. Yeah, it's uh, pineapple mango delight canna punch. So, so it does oh, contain it has marijuana. Weed in it. Wow, it does contain oh, marijuana. THC. THC. T T. It has THT, which is a new chemical friend made up. <laughs> it's gluten free. Just so uh, if anybody was worrying out there. So it's it has a hundred milligrams of of THT and CBD, <laughs> CBT as well. Uh, it has zero mega milligrams, megagrams of that. It has cognitive <laughs> It has cognitive behavioral therapy right inside of it. <laughs> So we're gonna take mega the, dose. the cover off here. Oh, it, okay. Uh, shame on them. It doesn't have like the little tab to get the the mic the um tin foil off the top. Oh, I hate it. Like, what, what are they thinking? Like, you got little fingernails all the time. Like, what if you just clipped your nails? Yeah. You'd be fucked. I clip. My nails, I hate like, how it's individually packaged. I wish they would sell just like a big pouch full of this, oh. and you just sip it out of it. I Dude, the pouch full of milk. Milk pouch. The, the, the Europeans, they know what it's how it goes with the milk pouch. Isn't that Maybe a, a milk thing? sphere? Huh? Yeah. Isn't that, is it Canadian or is it European? Milk in a bag. You're Canadian. A bit of both. Imagine Some you're mix. sitting in a, an ice-covered field and you're sipping your bag of milk and you pull out your putain and you start putain. eating your putain. <laughs> All right, Did you say puta? You pull out your puta? You is that what you told me? You pull out your puta and then you're, you eat your putain. <laughs> Is that how you treat your friends? Uh, all right, Fred, right, drink your medicine. Go to sleep. Time, time, time for the sip. Oh, <laughs> that was I heard a dry that sip. One. Are you supposed to leave it under your tongue? I don't know. Let's read the instructions after uh, after drinking it. No, it's a drinkable. Um, this product complies with testing requirements. I seriously doubt that. Uh, there may be long-term physical or mental health risks from the use of marijuana. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> there are no instructions. It has ingredients. It's uh, filtered water, cane sugar, 100 milligrams THC, uh, citric acid, maltodextrin, uh, A salt... Hun- a hundred milligrams, do you A hundred milligrams. Per oh, dose? Right. I was supposed to drink this bottle. by the capful. I did kind of... Yeah, they're, they were, they explicitly <laughs> said... I now I remember. <laughs> they explicitly said to drink it by the capful. Dude, a so hundred milligrams. I, I have a bag of candies right here. These are five. <laughs> I, 
Fred, I, I, I can't I, I, like, believe pretty you've much done did this. take a sip. Fred, uh, you are, like you are gonna go to hell in like I, in like an hour. <laughs> I, I he's gonna be the one going hood mode tonight. A cap's worth of a sip there. I, I think can, it's gonna take it's gonna myself. take long enough to kick in where we will no longer be recording, and Fred will just be like <laughs> utterly un- incapable of stopping his audacity. <laughs> I was about to take another sip too, so I'm glad I remembered that little tidbit there. You should so drink the, the whole bottle being. just chug, for science. Chug, chug, yeah, just, just chug, fuck it, drink chug. it. No, like I, I'm not a huge fan of mango to be honest. I'm a oh, big, uh, I'm a oh, big yeah, pineapple guy. And yeah. Mango. I'm a, I like mango, but. I, it, it's a little like it's like a sickeningly sweet, too sweet kind of taste for me. So, no, mango has the weed stat. It makes you plus uh, minus five resistance to like weed tolerance because, like, remember that the the mango? It's like a some Is sort it? of benefactor. I think Fred was there for that. Oh, oh, damn! I remember one time we did a tea break and we all just chugged mango juice and we're like, oh, I can't eat <laughs> for smoke mango so juice. Huh? What do we call this segment? We call this like Fred's. Uh, I don't know. Fred's, Fred's gonna uh, fucking die caboose. soon. Fred's THT and CBH content. And uh, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna we're gonna take a quick break, and <laughs> when we come back, there'll be more uh, fresh and crent content. Fresh and crenty. And I'll be I'll be fucked up. Banana It's time for a special time in every podcast. It's time for Crent Fresh to sell out. We have some sponsors now. Um, I guess we'll get this over with anyway. Um, Crent Fresh, yeah, we're sponsored by the Golden Age of Comedy, a new vinyl record collection featuring all of your favorite comedic talents. That's right. Bud Abbott and Lou Costello. Amos and Andy, Bob and Ray, Lord Buckley, <laughs> Alice Ghostly, Weber and Fields, Henny Youngman, Jerry Nipslip McGriff, um, Kevin Kaiser Blaster McAster, <laughs> Whippersnapper Big Boy Boy Band, and more. And you remember <laughs> all of the best comedy skits, of course. Like, who could forget... Uh, Fanny Bryce's I'm an Indian. And who could forget uh, Tom Pizza's uh, Pepperoni Sunday? No, you're supposed to do the thing. You're supposed to do... (laughs) No, you're supposed to be like, yeah, see, I'm an Indian. Look at me. (laughs) 
I'm not gonna. Oh. Alright. If you won't do that one specifically, now that we know what we're doing, I'll just I'll keep them going. And it includes all of your favorite comedy sketches. Like who could forget Wally Cox's What a Crazy Guy. Oh my god, I'm so fucking crazy. And who knows what I'm gonna do? I might even get up on stage and tell a joke. <laughs> and, of course, your favorite Henny Youngman's gags and super gags. Oh, oh look, it's me, Henny Youngman. <laughs> I'll make you throw up so hard. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> And of course, everybody knows the household name, Eddie Cantor, and his classic tips on the stock market. So what you gotta do is you gotta put your finger on the wall, and then five minutes later, put your finger all the way down to the ground, and that's how stocks work. (laughs) Finally, the bang-out closer for every comedy set by our favorite Myron Cohen... The three haircuts. Oh, oh. I'm the bowl cut. <laughs> I'm all right. I'm the salad cut, <laughs> and I'm the little cut. <laughs> Together with our powers combined, we form the barbers super cuts. Not sponsored. Super anyway. cuts. Is it soup or is it a haircut? <laughs> Only you will find out. Editor, this cutaway has gone on for far too long. So please go to your local vinyl, vinyl record distributary and give them the handwritten code C-R-E-N-T fresh for a discount on this hair slapping um, <laughs> big dick and collection. <laughs> oh yeah, slap my hair. Do you want to keep that? We, we'll have I to want get to keep the false collection. starts, but after that, it was totally good. I thought yeah, that was funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed, agreed. Maybe I'll cut the last one. I didn't like the haircut one too much. <laughs> okay. I I think uh, I like I like seeing the a other struggle. ones were good. I like you just like I'm a fucking crazy guy, and then uh. No, all, all three of you had a good one. I would keep like, all of the I, first I think ones. Be Hank said the poison funny. words. The no, what? Hank you, was like, you, hey, look, it's Hank. me. Henny Youngman. I said, this stop is saying, Hank. I said, don't say, Hank. look, it's me. <laughs> I swear to God. I did it immediately. <laughs> I it was so good. God. <laughs> I, I was like, I was like, oh hey, hey that's me. That, that's how Hank buys time. He says, "Hey, it's me." Well, like, <laughs> hey, I don't think they need to buy the time because, like, I knew thing. what I was gonna do. I just like, I just, I just gotta say it. <laughs> I just gotta say it. You guys want to move into a little segment called "Release the Presses." Release the presses. <laughs> Harold where's Harold? Trumpet. Where's Harold's trumpet? What what onomatopoeia is best suited for a trumpet? Like a honk? Yeah, oh, no, like a... it's <laughs> doot. Harold trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking burr. 
Burr. Burr. Trumpet, like, Burr. No, that's a trombone. Burr. Can you play the thumpet? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, uh, in a in a we haven't done release the presses in fucking ages, um, but I wanted to just read through the latest all consumer products and retail at the PR Newswire, and we can figure out what's important and what's funny. Uh, Mountain Dew partners with Burton Snowboards to help promote a more sustainable future. That sounds like bullshit. Uh, you can uh, use its Mountain Lube. It, uh, you can apply it to the snowboards like wax. You would use Mountain Lube if they sold it. Come on now. I mean, who wouldn't? It's Mountain Lube. It's great. <laughs> I, I need I need lube for my mountain. <laughs> for it's going to flying. The fly, free the flying fucking mountain. Yeah. Uh, Bushmills Irish Whiskey is buying America's first drink of 2021. So, yeah, you heard it here, folks. They're buying America a drink. I don't even know what that fucking means. Is there, like, a speed run for, like, who can buy the first drink in a year? <laughs> well, it's, it's kind of <laughs> like the stimulus check. You know, we get them in our banks automatically. So, once we go to a bar, well, just the first round anybody gets anywhere is going to be free. Oh, oh, the coupon applied. Imagine if they gave you a stimulus check, but you had to spend it on the Henny. all right we're on page two now and now we're back into 2020 these are all dated december 31st i guess like i guess the pr newswire moves slow over the holidays yeah um a lot of this stuff is in spanish because you know they also get press releases in spanish (laughs) uh yum china adds two shared service center branches that sounds fun uh a big shout out to yum china for expanding their uh their research branches or whatever oh no ding 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 that right there that's uh that's a stock price that's gonna go up you know yum brand they uh they own taco bell they own uh taco bell like they're gonna go (laughs) they're gonna be skyrocketing in price especially if they're breeding into the uh, the the chinese market uh libish wins 16 stones at the 2020 argyle diamond tender the, the <laughs> wait, chicken tender uh, sounds like some anglo shit i don't give a fuck <laughs> i'm gonna read tenders, i'm gonna read this 16 stones so the stone uh, throwing contest Libish, an internationally recognized specialist and online dealer of fancy colored diamonds and colored diamond jewelry takes home 16 stones at the 2020 Argyle Diamond Tender. So it's like, it's a competition of diamonds. They're competing diamonds against each other. Uh, oh, so if you win a competition, you get a stone? Is that what yeah, like, the awards are called? Instead of a trophy, you probably win a stone. <laughs> oh, I see. It's like, oh, uh, Bruce Willis took home his first uh, Emmy today. Instead, it's, uh, you know, Crime Thunderwitz is taking home the first stone of the night. Crime Thunderwitz? Yeah. What is this Quidditch? Stone? Is this some Harry Pooper shit? This well, and, and, you know, anybody, Downing? Who, anybody who deals in diamonds is a criminal, so. Oh, um, that's true. No, you know what they say about diamonds. Uh, the harder you get, then don't get upset. <laughs> uh, there's a thing here. It says Versaiti Blood Centers and Noodles and Company serve up thanks to blood donors. <laughs> Blood away. I mean, th- those sound pretty good to me. Like, I mean, blood noodles. Like, that's yeah. just cool. You know, it's blood, like sucking blood, sucking noodles. Blood center and noodles. It's a match made in heaven. Uh, that's what tomato soup is, right? It's just blood. Yeah, it's basically blood, blood noodles. noodles. Figgy pudding is blood, right? Or was that he- <laughs> was that head? 
Fitty pudding is the <laughs> blood of the pudding? nuts. All right, I got a big one for you guys. All right, listen up. We got Dr. Franz, or allow me to restart. Dr. Franz's introduces a trouble acne skin dual mask system exclusively for medical professionals. Oh. So it's an well, acne system only for nurses and doctors to use. Dr. Fancho at your service. <laughs> yeah, we're all doctors, right? Yeah. They also added a, a new Jet Plus brightening dual mask, which is, um, you know, uh, I think that's actually a little uh, problematic is the skin brightening. That's kind of like a like a bad thing. Skin? Oh, what? So like skin like, brightening? Wow. Like People in actually, a neon like, way, is it going to make your uh, skin shinier? More well, I want to be at least 112 lumens when well, you look on. at me. If that's problematic, then why is uh, tanning not problematic? It uh, is depends, problematic. It depends it how is, dark you you're getting die. in your tan. <laughs> that's slowly. the question. True. Uh, anyway, I'll move on from that. I don't really want to talk about that on the podcast. Uh, WNBA champion bounces into Shark Tank with new sports drink, Electra. Wait, is it like a shark tank of Electra with like a shark in it? Yeah, she bounces it's a, into it's a, a shark t- tank with a new drink. Filled with a sports drink. <laughs> yeah. We've entered the shark to just feed purely on caffeine. And, and she kills drinks. all the sharks because she drank the the, ca- the caffeine drink. Okay, She's actually a dolphin. Dolphin killing sharks. Wow. How, how oh, no, the they'll gang up. They'll fuck them up. They will. A Once a shark smells the only shark blood, they're like, oh, I'm not going to fuck with these dolphins. Uh, Give the here. sharks lasers. <laughs> okay, Dr. Evil. Uh, One gave... million sharks with lasers. Yeah, how much would it cost? Uh, swing, baby. Yeah. Shwing. It would It would cost one penis-shaped rocket ship. Do I make you horny, baby? Do do references make you horny, baby? <laughs> do, do you like my movie references, baby? Do they make you horny? <laughs> you know Mike Myers, like Shrek? Oh, yeah, he's in that movie. I forgot. I like, forgot that he was in that movie. The Love Guru? Oh, the Love Guru is in that movie, too? <laughs> he plays uh, the donkey. There's a there's an article here. It's Sometimes articles will slip into the PR newswire. Like, this doesn't really sound like a PR thing. Uh, well, I guess it does. The pandemic took his job, but not his determination, is the title. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, that man's really out there just doing every every day like it's his last. All right, here it is. Uh, Tony Hernandez has never shied away from hard work. He says, I've always wanted to be busy and working. It's just the way I was raised, I guess. Tony grew up in Polk County, Florida. After high school, he got an entry-level job working at a restaurant. He worked as a busboy. Through his hard work, he moved up the ladder and was given a chance to pursue his culinary skills as a line cook. He did well. Oh, I thought you were saying like he he climbed up the ladder and went from a bus boy to a car man. <laughs> he climbed. That would be like climbing diagonally, like across. Uh, he'd be climbing across, I think. Well, no, because I, I think cars are definitely more than buses, right? No, In no, terms no. Of a, car is a, a car is just a smaller bus. Well, okay, so what's above what's above car man? Uh, bike bus god? Man. No, no, bus bike man. guy. <laughs> bike guy. Guys are above man's. Rattlesnake. Segway guy. aunt. No, okay. So there's the there's the Vespa uncle. There's the Segway aunt. <laughs> there's there's soccer mom. There's the the scooter uh, vagrant. 
<laughs> yeah, the scooter vagrant. There's the pogo stick punk. <laughs> Alright, the pogo stick punk. He starts with extra hacking, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Extra there's balance, the, uh, for sure, too. There's the liquid longboarder. <laughs> oh, there's the silver surfer. No. <laughs> I'm going to start mentioning him every episode. Silver Surfer. It's gonna Talk be like Seinfeld. You're gonna you're gonna be looking for the Silver Surfer mention in every episode. I'm gonna bust <laughs> in like Kramer and be like, "So this is what happened to the Silver Surfer." Kramer comes in to Jerry's apartment and eats all his food and then goes whoa and then leaves like every episode. It's it's all Kramer's like, really good for. Is, is oh, Kramer the Silver sandwiches. Surfer? We've already established that Hank Hank is the Kramer of the group. Yeah, because I just I run into your house and I just eat all. All your sandwiches, like Wait, okay. bread. So you Kramer got is the Silver Surfer. Hank is Kramer. So Hank is the Silver Hank Surfer. Hank used to come into the Krent household and just develop the plot with more details. The second yeah. he the door, <laughs> he's like, "I got news for you. This is the B plot for today." It's an exposition dump. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like I got the recycling. I got the exposition news that you need. Jerry, I told you about the recycling company that I'm that I run, also on the side that you didn't know about. <laughs> We're gonna sell yeah, oil yeah, door to door. Yeah, different different show, different different strokes, different folks, different times, different measures, different mimes. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna read any more of this. Uh, this Wait, Tony Hernandez guy. It's an advertisement for HVAC careers. He got a career oh. in HVAC. You know. HVAC. I, I have a friend uh, who, who almost sliced his thumb off and was never able to use his left hand again beca- from, from HVACing. Oh, he obviously didn't HVAC correctly. Yeah, no. Wait, he, did he HVAC his thumb off? He, he didn't his evacuate right his hand from the knife. How did he lose his hand? How did he lose his whole arm? He, he, like was, just uh, he was installing a chimney and then he forgot that he had to take his arm out of the chimney before he lit it. What? That's nothing to do with HVAC. I know. I don't, I don't and know. And he only lost I don't know where his the thumb. Came from. <laughs> 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 no, he yeah. was just installing some some HVAC in somebody's attic, and like you were just I mean, thinking just, like, about Santa Claus. Put my hand in this fan here. <laughs> <laughs> he just like dropped it on his thumb, like because oh, I think I left a tool think... in the. I think I left a tool in the fan <laughs> on the other That's side some... of the spinning fan. Is your friend the Wet Bandits from Home Alone? <laughs> I mean, kind of, because this is also the guy who's, I've, I think I've mentioned him before, the, the kid whose balls exploded when he jumped on top of a pole. Excuse me? Excuse well, not, me, not sir? Ex- not exploded, sorry. Uh, <laughs> one of his sacks started leaking. You know, none of those words mean what they mean. You say them and they don't mean what they mean, and then you clarify and they mean different. <laughs> they mean completely different things. So he jumped on a pole and... And we, he looked I, down, I and his pants were wet. Have we not heard this story before? Exactly. That's why I'm. That's why I said. That's why you're I think I mentioned it? it before. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I think you told me to clarify. Like the, so, he's like the Christmas story kid, but with his balls. <laughs> you know the video where the the kid reaches through the uh, reaches through the ceiling fan to grab the tomato. He says, like, at first, grabbing the tomato through these spinning fan blades may seem impossible, <laughs> but I'm here to show you it's not. And then he just smashed yeah. his head against the oh, thing. Oh, he was trying to grab it with his, like, by his biting mouth. it. That was probably your co-worker. <laughs> he was probably trying to grab his, like, screwdriver. Like, at first yeah. glance, this may seem impossible. <laughs> <laughs> and at second glance, I don't have a hand anymore. 
Uh, Champagne Magazine's top 100 champagnes for 2021. Yeah. Hey, what's the What's the 21st? Uh, the 21st is okay. They only have 10. They have top 10s. Uh, All right, I seven. guess they had, the rest of them are probably in the magazine. Uh, you want to read want to read number one for 2021? Yeah, let's do it. We got to know what it's the a, list topper was. Tattinger Comte de Champagne 2008. Is that French? Yeah. It's definitely French, right? Yeah. Sounds like Arabic. I think that's enough release the presses. I feel like they we've released too many presses. They're all running. Yeah, we gotta put some back. Anybody got anything else? What do we got? Uh I went skiing today. Um I I winded this little toy really tightly around my finger. What kind of toy? It's the little, it's the little <laughs> ball man. It's got a little what ant man of inside man? of it. Oh, it's the ant man. Yeah, I, I took the ant man and I've created a small sort of like device with my finger. Looks like you made a. Ring. How many ants do you think yeah. it would take to lift you? Uh probably like at least a hundred. Would you rather I want a better lift estimate. a thousand ant-sized Hanks or Hank one ant-sized ant? <laughs> Uh, I eat a seismograph and then. Would you rather eat a Hank-sized ant or an ant-sized Hank? Would you rather Reddit Um, a bacon-sized unicorn or Narwhal a a bacon epic mealtime? Ian, are you trying to get me to fucking get my hood right now? I'm trying to make you go nuts. (laughs) (laughs) He's trying to turn you into the crazy man, the crazy guy. You know, Do you see how nar- full this coffee is? Oh, I thought that was a black oh. captain when you first showed it to me. I got very scared that you were going to drink a whole black captain on film. <laughs> you're st- you you're still at level coffee? two crazy. Oh, no, he's getting nuts. He's Oh, my God, he's still drinking oh. the coffee. He's Holy at level shit. four crazy now. He's too Maybe level five, I don't know. He's going to have a Oh, he's problem. got like three levels up. Oh, my God. Oh, he's still going. That's like... Well, well, we better end this podcast before Alex, like, pees his pants or something. Alex is prestiging. Oh, oh my God. God. The levels. We've never seen these levels before. <laughs> ah! He's so strong. A scouter! Now. Ultra instinct. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we've recorded long enough. Uh, if you want to follow me <laughs> online, it's uh, at Manana Hammock. Please, end this fucking me. plague. Get vaccinated. We can't do this anymore. <laughs> yeah. Just release us from our prison. Blood. We need to be in person with the fear of violence. It's the only thing that keeps us sane. Yeah. <laughs> Hank. Uh, it's Foncho uh, Huddy. Uh, if you uh, if you want to find me, they say you can find me at the 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 Egyptian pyramids at goosebims.com. Find me at AdVapeDuck, where I talk about how if you can only do something with the threat of violence, then you belong on, uh, what is it? What Violet was the UK Newswire? You belong on that Newswire. Alright, and uh, I guess I'll see you guys on the other side of the rainbow. Bye! Bye! The bluebirds. Peace!
thanks for getting into my plane. Now I'm going to talk about how you should uh, go talk to the aliens and and appeal to their humanity as as not humans. Dot org. The whole shebang.